He said, I'm just a nobody Trying to tell everybody About somebody who can Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Something Like Church podcast. I am Sonia Dion, and I am here to welcome you to the podcast that I would like to listen to. I'm giving you the podcast I want to hear. The doors of the podcast are open. Everybody is welcome. Everybody is included, and everybody is a VIP this week. So, welcome to our podcast, Something Like Church. The doors are open. Come on in and listen to Something Like Church. Yeah, I want you to get that welcome song in your spirit. <laughs> so, welcome. Today, I am going to feature a Facebook Live that I did on last week that highlights a concert that I am having on April 30th. I want to help bring awareness about depression to our community and to help everybody know that they can press on. So listen to the live. Hello, everybody. I am live right now for the first time in a minute. Um just want to uh, talk to you today about my upcoming um, concert on April 30th um, that's coming up sponsored by I Press On. So I just wanted to to share a little bit about the concert, um, a little bit about why I am having the concert, and just a little bit about, you know, the importance of, of I Press On. So if you're on, go ahead and share um, and let me know if you have any questions. Hey, Vita, how are you doing? So on April the 30th, I'll be doing, um, sponsoring a concert, a gospel concert for uh, I Press On. Now, if you've been keeping up with I Press On, I started doing the gospel concerts in 2018. And then I started doing them in 2019 and then the pandemic. So this is going to be the very first uh, concert since um, the pandemic. So I'm hopeful that it is a success and I'm here to encourage you to support it. Um, right. So I Press On was founded uh, to bring awareness about depression to bring awareness about postpartum depression. How are you doing, Vita? I'm doing good. I hope I can see you at the concert. Um, so I was inspired to put together gospel um, concerts where some other organizations might do 5Ks or they might do luncheons or they might do um, galas or fashion shows, you know, there are a number of events that you can sponsor, uh, to help bring awareness to your cause and to your organization. I chose to do concerts because I like to sing. Um, and I know that effect that music can have in uplifting your soul and uplifting your spirits, right? So music is important and, um, and helping to, um, to um, 
to soothe your soul and to bring joy. And so, you know, there's nothing more depressing than talking about your depression with people who are depressed to me. <laughs> so I wanted to do something that was exciting. I wanted to do something that would bring joy. I wanted to bring something that would um, uplift the spirits of people. And then I also wanted to provide a safe place for people um, to, uh, to come and be around other people who might have or have experienced depression or other allies, right? So I feel like a church is a safe place for that. And then the gospel concert here again with the music is the safe place as well. Hey, mama. <laughs> so my mama own out. Listen, so here's the thing about um, working with depression and, and, and postpartum depression, especially in the African-American community, right? I'm not waiting for people to join this conversation because this conversation is hard. This conversation is tough. Like, I'm not going to get a lot of likes. So um, I'm not waiting to join in, join in, as people might do. Um, and that's why this is so important, because what I press on attempts to do is to alleviate the stigma of depression and postpartum depression in the African-American community. And our church organizations have such a, a high stigma attached to um, depression, specific, specifically because... Um, they aren't familiar with the difference between being depressed and having depression, right? Or maybe like a situational depression, uh, circumstantial depression, seasonal depression. Like there's so many variations of depression, but unless you really uh, know, so here's how you know you really are depressed if you need medication, right? So if you need some medication, if there's medication attached to it, then you know it's a serious illness. And I, I think church people get that mixed up. Like they don't really understand that, that, that concept. Like there's medicine to it, then it's a problem that you can't shake off. If there's medicine attached to it and a prescription and a pill and a treatment plan and, and then, you know, like, like I'm saying, um, you can't shout that away. <laughs> so you can still have joy and still have depression. I can't explain it. The same way you can still have diabetes and still have joy and the same way you can have cancer and you can still have joy is the same way that you can still have joy and depression. So there's so much information out there that I would love to come and share with your church. I would love to come and share with your organization. Um, um, that's the work that I do. I consider myself to be a, a health care, um, a health, um, excuse me, a public health <laughs> educator. And um, so I work on the education uh, side of it, not the um, clinical side. So just on the education side of it um, and promoting awareness and promoting resources and helping under, other people to understand that they can press on and get through depression. So um, I know I've been saying a lot, so I, I wanted to share with you a little bit about what I press on does and why it's important and um, a little bit about that concert that we're going to have some special guests from Kentucky, from Durham. We've got Stephanie Summers coming in. We're super excited about that. Um, we've got some dance with the Tadinka Dean Dance Company. 
So we're super excited about what's happening at the concert. So I'm hoping that you all come and support. Remember, it's going to be April the 30th at 3.30 at Fellowship of His Glory Ministries, 7010 Spencer Dixon Road, um, Greensboro, North Carolina, 27455. We're also super excited to have Linda Pleasant um, as the MC. It's going to be a lot of good times and a lot of, of inspiration and I know I'm talking a lot because I feel like what I'm saying is important, right? I feel like you just need to really understand, you know, why I'm doing this and and why you should support, right? So, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that you support um the program. So, let me just say this and then I'm a, I'm a log off, right? So, here's the thing. Um Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to people and then they want to support mental health, right? Oh, I'm a mental health ally. I am, oh, let's check on your strong friends or, oh, let's, let's support mental health. And, and I'm here to tell you <laughs> that as someone who has been doing the work in, in, in uh, mental health awareness, um, that for over 10 years now, um, it's, it's, it's hard to get support. So, so listen, um, and let me just go ahead and, and just transparently say, right. I've, I've been having a, a very hard three or four <laughs> past three or four months. Um, and it's very difficult to sometimes lean on people that you want to lean on or talk to people. Sometimes people don't understand what you're going through. Um, it's very hard to articulate um, what you're going through to other people when you have depression or you have a depressive episode or you're going through maybe a seasonal or situational depression. It's, it's, it's hard to, to articulate that to other people, especially if they don't understand the, the weight of it and the severity of what you're going through. So this concert is here, right, as a, a safe place. To, to help people understand that people who have depression can be saved and sanctified and have the Holy Ghost in the same way, here again, the same way that people who have cancer or high blood pressure or cholesterol, right? You need to take your medication to monitor that. So it's the same it's the same thing. I'm just wanting to help people understand that you can um, you can have depression and you can still be safe. And then I want people to have a safe place that they can come and share, right, in a joyous time to re-energize yourself, to make yourself feel good about pressing on. And then I... And this is really, really, really what I want to say. I'm just talking and talking because I just feel like it today. It's not something that I normally do. So get into it. Enjoy it. <laughs> so um, thank you, mommy. My mommy said I'm doing a good job. So hey. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, when, when, when people go through certain things, it's good to know that other people who have not been through those things support them, right? It's so good to know. Hey, Felicia, 
it's so good to know when when um when somebody who has never experienced depression who might not really know the severity of what someone who has depression is going through it's so good to know that they have support from those people right so i want to encourage you to be an ally right so it is it, it's, it's so interesting when i started this business um this nonprofit that people don't want to support I press on because they don't want to be attached to the stigma because they feel like or they may feel like if they support I press on then people are going to think that they themselves are experiencing the, the depression right and that's not necessarily the case you can be an ally right so just because you support I press on doesn't mean that you are someone who is fighting depression it just means that you support people and that people know that you can lean that they can lean on you right so it's so important for for my allies to show up on on um April the 30th because that's going to let people know that hey this this I press on movement this mental health awareness movement has um um has some movement behind it has some purpose behind it so that's exactly what we want um exactly what we want to happen hey camilla how you doing um we want to make sure that people are aware um that if you um if you if even if you're just an ally right if you're just an ally that's all we need you to be sometimes just being there for somebody is all they need is their presence right so if we can get enough people see that that's the way you're going to that's the way that you're going to hey overseer simply that's the way that you're going to help alleviate depression and the stigma of depression, the way to help alleviate it is for people who have never experienced it to wrap their arms around the people who do. Right. So that is what's going to be the that's that's so important. So just because you support I press on or you support other organizations that work in mental health awareness doesn't mean that you have it. Right. So every October, you're going to get a pink ribbon right every october you might even get a purple ribbon so the pink would be for breast cancer the purple would be for domestic violence so i will wear a purple ribbon i will wear a pink ribbon it doesn't necessarily mean that i too have depression or that i have um any of these issues that i've had uh breast cancer it doesn't mean that i've been affected by domestic violence it just means that i'm an advocate and that i'm an ally and that i support and so that's what I press on is trying to do to get people to be like, it's okay to support people who have a mental, um, who, who have depression. And just because I support doesn't mean I necessarily have it. It just means that I'm being an advocate for people. So I want everybody. So I'm having said all of that, <laughs> said all that to say for, this is for people who this is for people who, um, hey, Christian, this is for people who uh, want to support. 
right? This is for everybody. This concert is not just for people who have or who are experienced depression or postpartum depression. This concert is for everybody because what we want to say is in spite of it all, God can get the glory. In spite of it all, God is still a healer. Amen. I might have gotten a lifetime prognosis, but I know that I'm healed. Amen. Yes, Felicia, we are losing too many to depression. And here's the thing that people need to understand about that. Because suicide, one of the direct effects of untreated, undiagnosed depression is suicide. So we're losing people because they're either afraid to get diagnosed or they're afraid to um, stick and stay on their medication, right? I know personally firsthand that this is the case. Hey, Crystal. Right? So I know firsthand that, that this is the case. Yeah, we need to be equipped with the right tools to help someone. And someone is hurting. You know what? You know what the best tool is, Felicia? Is just what you said. It's just like being there for somebody. Um, I can't tell you the amount of times that people have sent me or that I have sent someone a thinking of you or praying for you or love you message, right? Hey, Crystal, you planning to attend? Yay. <laughs> so I can't tell you how many times I've done that. And that person come back and said, you're right on time. I needed that, right? I'm, I'm a firm believer that one of the tools that we have is our internal voice and our intuition that tells us when we need to reach out to somebody. I firmly believe that when you're thinking about somebody, they're thinking about you or that there's a reason that you are connected to them. So if only you say, hey, thinking about you, you know, you don't know what that might mean to somebody. Some people don't know that they're being thought of. Some people think that they are all alone. So, yes, we need tools. <laughs> But honey, if you don't have the education and if you don't have the clinical expertise or the public health education expertise, then you can do what Felicia said and provide a hug. You can provide a hello through via text or you can provide an email, right? You don't have to do um, anything extravagant. Sometimes people just need to know that you're there. I promise you it's so meaningful. It's nothing like going through depression and reaching out to somebody and then being ignored. It's heartbreaking and crushing. <laughs> it's crushing. Um, yeah, so it's important for us to be there on the 30th. I want that church packed out. You hear me? I want it packed out if you're coming i think crystal said she was coming i see felicia said she was coming so y'all need to get y'all's cars packed out don't just come by yourself bring somebody yes overseer the event is april the 30th um at 3 30 p.m at fellowship of his glory ministries that's 7010 spencer dixon road fellowship of his glory ministries is located almost exactly across the street from northern middle school so it's on the very north side of town. So really, if you're in Greensboro, all you need to do is get on Church Street and ride Church Street Extension all the way until you get to Spencer Dixon Road. Make a left on Spencer Dixon Road. Go about two miles down the road and the church is on the right. 
and we'll see you there at 3.30. We want this church packed out because I want to be able to be proud to say, look at my I Press On supporters. Look at this I Press On movement we got going on. Look at the people who aren't just talking about it. Hate to say if something were terrible to happen to me, I, you know, or when something terrible happens to other people, that's when people want to jump on a bandwagon. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't let something terrible happen to your loved one for them to know that you support um, depression awareness, right? I'll get in it now. Be involved now. And your presence is so important. Um, I'm about to log off because I talked a little bit longer than I wanted to, but I just feel like I just wanted to have a conversation with people about what I'm doing. Um, anybody have any questions about anything? Um, yeah, we need to make sure that we're helping people. I, it's so important. And let me tell you something. I am not embarrassed at all about it, right? So when I started, I pressed on, I done moved into a whole nother conversation after I had said I was going to get off. But I mean, if you really know me, you know, I really don't like talk on the phone or do a lot of conversation or talking. So this is, you know, I do have my podcast though. But um, when the Lord gave this idea to me, I knew that he wanted me to be the face of of I press on and to be a face of depression, to be a face, right? So that when people look at me, they can see how normal I am. <laughs> you know? Um, and so I knew what would come with that, right? I knew it would be a lot of judgment. I knew it would be a lot of criticism. I knew that people wouldn't understand. I knew that there would be a lack of support. I already knew when I said yes to doing this that it was not going to be easy. But I said yes because I wanted to be the inspiration and the help that I would have liked to have had when I was going through this initially 20 years ago. So... Listen, 20 years ago when I first had postpartum after Carson was born, I didn't have any resources. I didn't see anything. I didn't see anybody that could help me or help me bridge this understanding to know what I was going through. I was in it by myself. Um, and my then husband, who was amazing. Amazing. So... I told you, when you think about somebody, they think about you. He just texted me. That's funny. Um, but he was amazing with me. Um, I, I'm just going to be on this live until I feel the unction to stop. I was going to stop. But then another conversation came to mind. So when after I had Carson um, 20 years ago, um, I did not understand how the, the postpartum that I felt um, or, or what I felt was I, I, I didn't understand it, and I went through it for maybe about three, maybe four months, maybe, of where um, I knew she was mine and I loved her, but I had that disconnect, and I, I didn't have, I knew she was mine, but it just, it was something there, it wasn't right, and I, and I didn't want to hold her, I didn't want to touch her, 
I just didn't want to, I didn't want her and I wanted to be left alone. <laughs> so, um, one thing that my ex-husband did was he laid her beside me every night. I mean, I would feed her and change her and then I would just be like, I'm, it was, he just noticed it. He knew cause he lived there, <laughs> but he put her in the bed with me every night. Um, and, and then I would just look at her and just turn around or go to sleep. And he did that consistently for, I don't know how long, every time I was laying down and whenever he knew that she wasn't with me, he would bring her to me and lay her down beside me. I don't know where he got this. I don't know how he learned to do what he did or who taught him or was it, was it the Holy Ghost or what? Y'all would have to ask him. You know what? I never asked him that, but, um, one night he laid her beside me and he was like, man, and I heard him say, he was just like, man, and he picked her up and he put her in her room. Now, by this time, Carson was used to sleeping beside me because he was trying to get me to bond. And what ended up happening was she cried for like 30 minutes. And I was like, let me go in here and get this baby, <laughs> get her to stop crying. She messing up my depression. <laughs> she interrupting my depression right now with all these tears and hollering. So when I went to get her, she was laying on her side and she was like, mama, 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 and crying. And instantly my heart broke, it melted, and that snapped me out. Um not all the way, but it pulled me, it pulled me enough through to where, um, did nobody else touch my baby and I didn't leave my baby with nobody else. <laughs> that was my baby <laughs> from that moment on, uh, get your own baby. This mine, um, just really got, um, it changed my relationship with her and how I mothered her and, and how I relate to her and how she and I understand one another, right? Um, so that was 20 years ago, right? Um, so after that, I've just been navigating the space by myself. Um, therapists, doctors, um, you know, um, sometimes it would be my nurse, nurse, practici nurse practitioner pulling me through. Sometimes it would be a social worker. Sometimes it would be a, a Christian therapist. Sometimes it would be a psychiatrist. When I tell you I have had help from almost everybody um, situationally over these last 20 years. And so what I want to do, what I press on, what I, what I know to do is um, just to help guide people to the resources that they need, right? What are those resources that you need to tap into? Who might be your best option to talk to? Because I'm not, I'm not clinical, right? I'm not a clinical, I can't help you clinically, but I can, I can hold your hand um, while you um, go through um, the steps to finding who you need to see as a resource. And then another thing that I do, I like to consider myself like a depression life coach. Um, um, so there are a lot of people who don't like to take their medication and don't take their medication. So I kind of hold their hands through that because <laughs> baby, let me tell you what happened to me after I took medication for the first time. Let me tell you how I know that this is, this is needed. Once I finally took medication, 
I was like, this is what it feels like to be alive. I honestly was a walking dead person. But when I started my medication, I honestly was like, oh my God, this is what it feels like to live. I'm like, I felt alive. And that's how I knew I needed it. That's why when people start talking to me about just pray it off and dance it away. Yes, maybe if you depressed or you got some situational depression about your weight gain or your hair ain't growing, you know, your edges ain't right. Then, you know, or, or, or something like that, then maybe you can dance that off and you can pray. You could pray and believe God for that. But if you are seriously clinically depressed, you need medication. You you need it. You might not need it all the time. And I I I have become so familiar with my medication. And so familiar. I love Bishop Washington because he says, once you've been around the coffee cup, you know enough times you know where the handle is because I've been doing this so long and I've been dealing with it so long right I actually know when I need my medication when I don't when I need I haven't been on medication for like three or since before the pandemic so I you know I probably need to get some <laughs> probably need to check in on that right now but um you know, but I know how to manage, right? Because I have been dealing with it for a long time, right? So I know my triggers. I know how the ebb, the ebb and flow of it all, right? So, um, you know, it's a journey. And, and, and people who are just recently diagnosed with depression and they just get on that medication and they start feeling better after two or three months, they might stop taking the medication, you haven't been doing that long enough. Hey, Drew, thank you for watching. You haven't been in the throes of it long enough. Yes, you're feeling better, but you need that medication. You need to be on it for a long time before you can feel like you need to talk to your doctor about medication management and maybe changing your dosage or maybe changing different things about it or, or maybe not even taking it a lot at all. Right. The reason you feel better is because you're on medication. <laughs> So I try to help people with that and, and that aspect of it. Um, so it's, it's so important to, for us to just build this community and this network. So here again, this chit chat and this long live live, Drew, I hope you can come to the concert. This long live live that's, that's been going on that I said I wasn't going to be on here no long time. Um, is all to help you all understand what is I press on? What is the I press on movement meant to serve to do, right? Why are we having this concert? And how can this concert help promote uh, mental health awareness, especially in the black community, especially in the black church, right? So I'm logging off with this one last announcement, unless anybody have any questions. Oh, hey, Seabrooks, what's up? Um, so the concert is going to be, um, April 30th at 3.30. That's a Sunday. So after you go to your regularly, your, I ain't even gonna make you go to regular church. I'm not, but after, after, if you go to regular church, right? <laughs> Look, you ain't gotta go to regular church. Come to my program. How about that? <laughs> so at 3.30, right? And we ain't going to hold you long. We got some good groups coming. So we're not going to hold you long. But we're definitely, um, 
Okay, if you're free, come on, if you're free. I'm here for it. Come on. Um, definitely come on. It's at 3.30. We're not going to be long. Again, got lots of good artists coming in, groups, dancers, soloists. And um, it's going to start at 3.30. Um, and we are going to go from 3.30 till until. <laughs> but it won't be long. And the address, again, is 7010 Spencer Dixon Road. It's Fellowship of His Glory Ministries, um, Apostle Melton, Overseer Melton, Pastor Kelvin Worthy. They've allowed us to use the facility, so we're thankful to them for that. Um, so it's at 3.30 on, um, on that Sunday. Um, and come dressed as you will. You know, a lot of the saints be wanting to know, well, what we supposed to wear? Just come on. Just come on. I'm sure people will be dressed in many different kinds of ways. The attire is church appropriate. If you feel me on that. Um, so come on out and be prepared to have a good time at Fellowship of His Glory Ministries. April 30th, 3.30 p.m. Directly across from Northern Middle School. So thank you so much for listening to my live. I hope you found the information useful and I hope that you would like to be a part of the I Press On community and to be a part of the I Press On movement. So you can go to ipressonmovement.org for more information. I am excited about what we are doing to help bring awareness about depression. So a part of the concert is going to be uh, featuring Stephanie Summers from season 10, Sunday's Best. She is the winner of season 10. Oh, I can't talk today. <laughs> season 10, Sunday's Best. Um, so I wanted to give you a little bit of a preview of what you might expect to hear from her when she gets here. So listen and enjoy. that stephanie summers is gonna be at our concert on april 30th um if you can't attend i am going to post the uh, concert on the i press on movement facebook page so you can go there and watch it live um it'll be posted april 30th during 
the concert, right? At 3.30. So super excited about that. Just um, looking forward to it. If you have any questions or comments about anything, please don't hesitate to email us at um, something like churchpodcast at gmail.com and I'll be happy to get back with you. Um, listen, I don't have any other announcements this week or any other closing remarks. I just want you to know that we can press on together and that you can make it. And I am super excited about the concert and I hope you can make it. And if you can't make it, join us on Facebook and watch the concert on the I Press On Movement Facebook page. Peace! This is just a